0: Welcome to the House of Cinema podcast. My name is Joe, and in the house today, I have Dylan here, I have Olivia here, and we're back. We took a short three-week break, took a a quick recovery to, like, step back, see what we want to do for October, and October is now here, and, well, it's the perfect time to resume this podcast because it is Halloween time. And I don't know about you guys, but I love Halloween time. I like to dress up. I feel like I went through phases in my life where I like dressing up as a kid. As a teenager, I was like, oh, dressing up is lame. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, dressing up is awesome. So I love Halloween. I love horror films. I'm a big horror movie guy. I love Halloween. So I'm so glad that we're back talking about horror movies. What have you guys been doing? You spent three weeks. Let's just get a quick update from your guys' life. What have you guys been watching? What have you guys been doing? Uh, we'll throw it to you first, Dylan. What's the last thing you watched? Or what's the last couple of things
1: you watched? So I had a bit of a busy weekend this past weekend. I started it off with Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, yeah. And, I saw that as well. Yes. And then I followed it up with The Many Saints of Newark. Which cool, cool. I've been kind of wondering what you thought of it because I know you're a big Sopranos fan and I haven't seen your review yet. So I've been wondering to myself, what did Joe think of it? Uh, because, <laughs> you know, I know the series is important to you. It is, is. And then recently, I just watched The Host, directed by Bong Joon-ho for the first time. Oh, first time? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm trying to get into the horror spirit for Halloween time, like you said, and so I've never seen that one before, and I checked it out, and I really liked it a lot. Very nice. um, You know, Bong Joon-ho, he hasn't disappointed me yet. I haven't seen all of his movies, but what I've seen, all of them have been really good. That's good, that's good. Then recently, I watched uh, Gremlins with my girlfriend for the first time. Oh, fun. She's never seen Gremlins. I've seen it before, but she's never seen it. Very cool. Are you a big Halloween fan? Do you like horror films? Do you like Halloween? Oh, yeah. I'm a huge horror movie fan. I especially really like the classics. And Halloween time, October, is one of my favorite months.
0: Perfect. I feel like I'm going to throw this to Olivia, and she's going to say that she doesn't like Halloween. But... I feel like Olivia is a Christmas person, if I'm being completely honest, but let's let's find (laughs) out. Olivia, how do you feel about Halloween? What have you been up to? What have you been watching?
2: Okay, so you are right. I am a Christmas person. However, I do love Halloween as well. Um, Maybe I just love fall in general. It's definitely my favorite time of year. But um I'm not a huge horror movie person I think as many many <laughs> listeners will realize at this point um yeah I'm not a huge horror movie person however I don't hate horror movies I'm just never like oh I feel like watching a horror movie right now That That's being said fair. that being said I did see Malignant
0: Oh this, fine. this week
2: um yeah <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I don't really know what that's I thought a, about
1: it. That's a whelmed reaction. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Wow, <laughs> that's a you anyway, that
0: reaction is perfect for everybody who's like not really sure what they just saw because that's yeah kind of what that movie that's what really I felt. Okay,
2: mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, and you know what? I haven't watched a ton else lately. Um, I've been really into TV shows actually at the moment. Um, good? Like I watched Squid Game um oh, yeah, as many yeah, others yeah. i watched it in like two days it was so good i've, I've also been, been watching about that Same. oh it's so it's a good show i would recommend it um i also watched the morning show and ted lasso um, on wow on Apple you really TV. have
0: binge oh, tv a lot i've been TV. dying to yeah. watch ted lasso
2: ted lasso is really good it's okay. i i really liked it so i'm
0: i i started it with my fiance she finished it as she's liked it a lot i think I didn't dislike it. I just couldn't get into it. I feel like, I don't know. I just, I just, I just couldn't get into it. I, I know that I'm like the minority here, but it is
1: what it is. Um, I think that's what my dad said, Joe. Really? Okay. Yeah, he said yeah. something very similar. He's like, I just can't get into it.
0: It's, it's not bad, and it's, you know, it's very wholesome, and Jason Sudeikis is great in it. It's not it, by no means am I saying it's bad. I'm just, I don't know. I didn't get really drawn into it, so. But anyways, okay, so Olivia's been watching some TV shows and and uh, watching, well, one or two horror movies here and there. As you can probably guess, uh, or if you don't know already, today's episode's on Scooby-Doo, which you can probably guess who chose Scooby-Doo to open up our Halloween month. Um, it was not myself, and it was not Dylan. It was Olivia, which is an indicator that, uh, yeah, she's not the biggest <laughs> horror movie fan. I will say this to you, Olivia. This is as... Funny as we're getting this whole month, it gets way worse from here for you. um, I okay. think I right, may be Dylan my pick a horror comedy. I think he's like on the fence about it, but it's probably gonna get a lot more violent for you, a little more gory, uh maybe a little bit more disturbing. It's gonna get scarier for sure. Let's just say that. So, um, for Olivia and for our listeners, yeah, we're opening up the month with a a softball a, a good way to ease yourself into the Halloween season.
2: yeah, I gotta um, get prepared. <laughs>
0: Because after this, it, uh, it will get scarier. It will get scarier. So that being said, we are talking about Scooby-Doo. I I you know this movie came out back in 2002. Strangely, I feel like in the last year or so, it's had this like resurgence. And a lot of people are talking about it again or maybe just revisiting it again. Uh, but let me hear your Scooby-Doo experiences. When did you first watch Scooby-Doo? And what were your thoughts about it when you watched it? Olivia, let's hear about it since you chose it.
2: Okay. Um, I'm so excited. I love this movie so much. Um, Anyways, I think the first time I saw this movie was maybe a few years after it was released. I definitely didn't see it right when it was released because I wasn't that old. But um, the first time I saw it, I think it was on TV or something. I was probably like, I don't know, seven or eight years old the first time I saw it. And this is a huge nostalgia movie for me. Like, I love it so much. I get brought right back to my childhood. I was a huge fan of Scooby Doo. I had the uh, the CD like computer game that oh, I'd wow. play on on the computer game on the computer. Sorry, um, I, I liked like the Scooby snacks. Remember when you could actually buy those? Oh yeah, yeah. I had the, like grocery like, stories?
0: the gummies. Yeah, like the versions, gummy yeah.
2: ones, and they had the little like cookies. I was I love Scooby Doo so much. So this was a big movie for me, and I still watch it like every year around Halloween.
0: All right, Dylan. What's your Scooby-Doo experience? Tell us about the first time you watched this movie or your thoughts on Scooby-Doo.
1: So, like Olivia, I too love this movie. It reminds me of simpler times. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually did see this movie in theaters with my parents and my sister at the time. And I remember I liked it then because of its dumb and silly humor. Um, but now as an adult, I love it for different reasons. I, for one, agree with Olivia. It's definitely a nostalgic watch. And I also think the entire cast is perfect. I mean, Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Daphne, uh, Linda Cardinelli as Velma, and Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. I just think that's spot on casting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you two agree. agree.
2: I absolutely agree.
1: Especially Matthew Lillard as Shaggy.
0: We'll get to that in a second. I don't want to get ahead of us too much, but yeah, I I agree. The casting is very good.
1: Okay, all right. I'm glad we all agree on that. (laughs) Uh, I also love how James Gunn wrote the movie. I just think that's so cool, especially since he's one of my favorite filmmakers right now. And I love its early 2000s pop punk hip hop alternative soundtrack. I think it's brilliant and such a product of the times. And I also, watching this again recently, I picked up on a lot of more adult humor that was yeah. in this movie that right? uh, I didn't realize as a kid. I yeah, mean, I haven't so watched far. it for a while, but watching it now, I was like, wow, there are way more adult jokes than I noticed before.
0: There are a lot of adult jokes. I definitely noticed that as well. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I saw this movie as a kid in theaters. I was 12 when this movie came out, I think I saw it like, cause I turned 12 in May. So I saw this movie like not even a month later and I liked it as a kid. It was funny to, you know, you know I was a 12 year old. Like, all the fart jokes were really funny and it was cool to see these characters brought to life, especially since I grew up in a Hanna-Barbera household. Uh, we constantly had all of their cartoons on. So I was a big Flintstones fan. I was a big Jetsons fan. I was a big Yogi Bear fan. Uh, those cartoons were on I I've, more often than they probably should have been for somebody who was, you know, a kid in the 90s. I mean, those shows came out in the 60s, uh, late 60s, early 70s. So I was really excited to see Scooby-Doo brought to life when I watched this movie. That being said, revisiting it now, I thought at least nostalgia would make me like it more, but I feel like... I really didn't like it. (laughs) I'm being completely honest. No. I was like, this does not hold up as well as I thought it did. There are some things I think that do, but overall it looks so aged. And there were some parts I was like, oh, this is so hard to watch. The whole farting segment, which was like a a two-minute scene, I was like, this is is too much. I cannot do this right now. Um, Definitely
1: the worst scene of the movie.
0: Absolutely, yeah. so unnecessary. Yeah. So there were some things I like, and like nostalgia will always have me love certain things about it. Uh, I'm an adult now, so I can I can say with comfort that Velma is quite the looker. Um, uh, when I was <laughs> a kid, I think I realized that as a kid, but like you know, I was 12, didn't know what to think, and now I'm like 30. I'm like, oh, Velma, uh, Velma is a very special person in my heart. Uh, so Sarah that was Michelle cool.
1: Geller as Daphne too.
0: Yeah, that I mean that one that was more obvious one. I feel like Velma is just like the the sneaky like the hottest one in the oh, whole you're, movie. Oh,
1: you're you're definitely right, but so. like looking back <laughs> on it now, it's just like, dang. Yeah, exactly. I know. Uh I don't know if Olivia feels the same about uh Shaggy or Fred.
2: No, I'm a bit I'm a bit disappointed actually in uh in uh, Fred and, and and Shaggy, you know. They're both just a little uh for me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like attractiveness, really. I know. In I feel
0: like they didn't age as well. Like Matthew Lillard's uh maybe age as an actor, but Shaggy as a maybe as a character hasn't aged. as, yeah. as, like, as mm-hmm. fine as uh, Velma or Daphne. But maybe, we'll get to maybe those. Uh, yeah, we'll get to those questions later. So let's jump in to Scooby Doo. So as we mentioned, it was released in June 14th of 2002, directed by Raja Gosnell, who directed Home Alone Three. Never Been Kissed, The Smurfs, are just some of the movies he's directed. I've seen Home Alone 3. Have you guys seen Home Alone 3? I, feel like I have seen that movie. Yeah, uh,
1: I remember it a little I, bit.
0: I remember a little bit, yeah. At some point,
2: I think, yeah. 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 Uh,
0: as Dylan mentioned, it is a screenplay by James Gunn. It stars, real quickly, Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Daphne, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy, Linda Cardellini as Velma, Rowan Atkinson, a.k.a. Mr. Bean, Plays Emil Mondavarius. I think I said that right. Yes. Uh A very young Isla Fisher. Plays Mary Jane. And then I wrote down Miguel Nunez plays the voodoo maestro. Because he kind of comes up a lot. But other than that, <laughs> that's the core cast we'll be really focusing on. Some nice little cameos from Pamela Anderson. And um, Mark McGrath of Stingray. Uh, was in the, Or not Stingray. Uh, Sugar, Sugar Ray, Ray. Sorry. Sugar Ray was in this movie for a hot... It's like... 30 seconds do you guys like sugar ray do you guys know you first of all do you know who sugar ray is of course olivia do you
2: know who sugar I ray just is wanna fly um no <laughs> <Why>? come on come <laughs> on you fly I mean, i've heard I of, of it fly. every morning Them? there's a halo <laughs>
0: hanging in front of you know that song
2: um yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: well anyways there it is in the movie for like 30 seconds
2: it, wait, is that the guy who's the singer in the band? Yeah, yeah. who
0: like okay. sings to Daphne, I think, or Velma, one of them, and like his eyes yeah. turn green.
2: Ah, yes. like, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: that's, that's Sugar
1: Ray. So, It's oh, okay. like low key my favorite scene of the movie. <laughs> Why? I just think it's <laughs> so representative of the times. Oh, yeah, it's it definitely is. such a ridiculous scene. Like, I think it's so funny that at one point Mark McGrath comes down to Daphne and like they make like intense eye contact and then his eyes turn green and his voice goes real low and it's just <laughs> like such like an odd scene in the movie and I just love it it's just so weird.
0: Yeah, Sugar Ray was was like super popular for like a hot 3 years, 2 years of the late 90s, early 2000s, so definitely product of the times and it, it really encapsulates what that time was because yeah. Olivia, fly. I, I, you should look up "fly" and "someday." Those are the two songs you listen to by Sugar
2: Ray. Okay.
0: Um, anyways, I Ron, tomato score, critic score. Dylan already knows the answers. Olivia, what do you think the critic score for Scooby Doo is? Um, fifty-eight percent. Now, what do you think the audience score
2: is? Um. Oh, I actually really don't know what to guess here. <laughs> um, I'm. <laughs> um, 47
0: percent oh so critic score for this movie you said 58 survey says 30 percent is actually oh, the answer oh. and if her audience score you said what did you say 40 46
2: 47
0: 47 well survey says 39 percent is the audience score critic score 30 percent audience score 39 percent the consensus on rotten tomatoes reads though matthew lillard is uncannily spot on shaggy scooby-doo is a tired live action updated with lame jokes that is a consensus um well, let's turn to the scooby-doo lover herself olivia what do you think about that uh those scores and that consensus
2: Um, okay, well as soon as I said the critic score, I knew I went too high because, you know, I just wasn't thinking. Obviously the critics were not gonna give it a higher score than the audience, I don't think, like by that much. Um, anyways, it doesn't surprise me that it's so low. I do think it's a bit short sighted because, you know, I think this movie is really fun. But yeah, I think it's a little short-sighted because I think this movie has some pretty great aspects to it. And it's just supposed to be a silly, goofy movie. It's not supposed to be something super serious and groundbreaking. So Mm. I understand why it's so low, but I would rate it higher, personally.
0: Dylan, throwing it to you. Your thoughts on the 30% critic score, 39% audience score.
1: So yeah, I don't... I'm not surprised at all by a 30% critic score and a 39% audience score. Although I did think the audience score would be a little bit higher because, like you said, Joe, you are seeing a little bit of resurgence of a love for it uh, nowadays. So I was thinking maybe a little bit higher on the audience score, but it is what it is. Um, And I do kind of agree with Olivia for what the movie is. I do think these scores are a little harsh for a movie primarily aimed at children. And families. Um, I don't think that the jokes. I think the consensus said something about the jokes being not good. And you know, lame saying, was the word they used. Yes, lame. lame. Thank you. <laughs> Those it's words really stuck with Olivia. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think you know, why would we want complex, multi-layered jokes in Scooby Doo? Like, I don't think that's appropriate for the the franchise. Uh, but I, I kinda see where everyone's coming from on it. Um I'm glad Matthew Lillard got a, a shout out because I do think he's easily the best part of this movie. But I oh, do yeah. think the I do think the rest of the cast kinda deserves a shout out too, because I think everyone, you know, their lines might not be great, the writing might be terrible, but everyone did a good job for the role they were given, I think.
0: Okay. All right. I would agree with the critic score. I think the scores are pretty fine to be honest. Like they don't seem too harsh to me. I'm surprised the audience score was so low because I do feel like there's a lot of nostalgia attached to this movie that that usually just indicates it'll be a higher score because people, you know, rate with their nostalgia know, what they loved as a kid. So I was surprised to see 39%. Maybe a lot of the people were like me where they went back <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, I remember loving this movie as a kid and then watching it like, oh, maybe it's not as good as I thought. But anyways. Those are the two scores. I think they're pretty accurate to what this movie is. A nostalgic trip that's maybe not as good as we remembered, but we'll get into that later as well. Let's jump into some facts about this movie, and let's just address the very first fact that's probably the most interesting one of them all that we already kind of touched on several times. We had mentioned James Gunn wrote this film. James Gunn, for anybody who doesn't know, director of Guardians of Galaxy 1, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and the recent The Suicide Squad. Uh, wrote this movie which is pretty interesting to say Uh, so the movie went through a few different things Uh, apparently it was originally set for pg-13 rating where had a much darker tone it was poking fun at the original uh scooby-doo series shaggy was supposed to be a stoner it says here velma and daphne had a side relationship i'm not sure if that's saying with each other or with other people i'm guessing with each (laughs) other but i'm not sure I'm he- um, i
1: heard that there was a kiss on the cutting room floor between oh, those two so okay. I, I think it was but i read them. that
2: as well
0: okay so velma and daphne has had a relationship with each other
2: with each other uh,
0: and there were many marijuana references and so according to sarah and michelle geller after the cast signed up they had to make it more family friendly friendly and then in 2017 james gunn said in facebook "Oh uh, yeah there's an r-rated cut of this movie because there was like a cleavage or or like an excessive amount of cleavage potentially nudity so they had to cover up the cleavage with cgi that is probably the one thing about this movie that i feel like if you go on social media and you look up scooby-doo or people talking about scooby-doo everybody talks about where's the james gunn cut of this movie i want to see what it would have been like rated r i want to see what this movie would have been like pg-13 so throwing it to you guys What do you think? Would you have preferred or liked to have seen the Scooby-Doo rated R version or PG-13 version,
1: Dylan? Absolutely. I would definitely at least like to see a PG-13 version of this movie because I did like more of the mature jokes watching it this time around. And there were times of the movie where I was like, huh, I feel like this would be a little bit funnier if they had a little bit less like constraints of being rated PG. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if I would want a rated R Scooby-Doo, though. I think that's a little too much. Um, I think PG-13 would definitely be interesting, though. Olivia, what do you think?
2: Okay, here's my thoughts on that. So one of the main reasons that I enjoy this movie today is because there's a huge nostalgia factor for me. Would I have enjoyed this movie as much rewatching it if I didn't watch it all the time when I was younger? Probably not. So if the movie was originally released as PG-13 or maybe even like R or whatever, I probably wouldn't have watched it until I was much older. And would I have been interested in it? Not sure. So I probably wouldn't have that nostalgia attached to it. Now, would I like to see a version of it? Sure. But I think ultimately I'm happy with the way it was released.
0: So you're happy that initially it wasn't released PG-13 or R? because Okay.
2: I don't think I care for it really. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. I disagree because I feel like if it was originally released PG thirteen, you wouldn't have like that nostalgia, but maybe you would have saw it when you're, you know, fourteen, fifteen and been like, oh, this is better. I don't know. Who who knows? It's, we can play what if's all day. But I do think that I, I it's weird. I'm in a weird position where like, yes, I would love to see what a PG thirteen or radar version of this would be like. But I think it's important to like note and like be aware that only for really Scooby-Doo, I think I would like to see that because Scooby-Doo as a show is inherently already kind of dark, right? It's a show about five mm-hmm. kids who uh, track down kind of not murderers, but they track down like villains and people who are doing crime. And like, it's inherently very scary. The show, although a cartoon, has an inherent scary basis to it. Like, I wouldn't want to see a PG-13 version of a like, Yogi Bear or the Flintstones because that inherently isn't dark. That would be dumb. I wouldn't want to see a radar version of that but because Scooby-Doo already deals with like darker themes and darker issues. Yeah. I think a PG 13 or rated R version would be pretty interesting to watch because I think it would lend itself very well to it. Um, uh, it would feel, it wouldn't feel like it's being forced to be R or PG 13. So I feel like it would very, it'd come very naturally for someone to be hunting ghosts and a mansion and say like, Oh fuck, there was someone there and they scared me. Like it would just <laughs> be like natural to say the F word because you're in a scary place. Um, uh, not like like you know if Fred Flintstone drops a, a stone on his foot. He would say the F word, but that wouldn't make as much sense. So, anyways, that's what I'm getting at. I hope that makes sense.
1: <laughs> I also think Scooby Doo has those like connotations already. You know, like with the stoner vibes with Shaggy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's already there, so it wouldn't be a stretch to make them stoners in a movie.
0: Oh yeah, I mean they're yeah constantly eating in the cartoon uh i mean shaggy just kind of looks like a stoner uh they all kind of yeah he already has that vibe in the show so 100 percent agree with you it would not be a stretch to make him a stoner in the movie because that would make sense for sure so all right interesting any facts you guys want to share olivia
2: yeah so um did you know that the movie was shot in an actual theme park oh was a real theme park um, i didn't know this in Australia <laughs> as a as a set it's um
0: what's the name of the theme park
2: so, yeah, Spooky Island is not actually Spooky Island, but it is a real theme park.
0: So, oh, does the real theme park have a real name? Um, Probably. They um, just don't know.
2: Well, it says... Oh, I just don't really understand. I've <laughs> I read it, like, four times. <laughs> it says Warner Brothers Movie World Theme Parks Tangaluma Luma Island Resort. I don't really understand what that means.
0: Okay. All right. All right. So...
2: But the fact says the movie was shot in an actual theme park. While Spooky Island doesn't actually exist, it did use a real theme park as a set. Okay. So something about Tangaluma Island <laughs> Resort in Queensland, Australia. Perfect. All right.
0: Yeah. Dylan, any facts so. you want to share about Scooby-Doo? Yeah, I actually got two. Facts right. to share. It's about Tangaluma uh, in Queensland. Or- nothing to
1: do with <laughs> Queensland or <laughs> Spooky Island. Olivia's got that covered. I got that Perfect. covered,
2: yeah. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> um. So, my first facts are well, my first fact is Jim Carrey was originally attached to play Shaggy. And also, Mike Myers was circling around the role of Shaggy for a little bit as well. And for an example, for Daphne. Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Love Hewitt were considered. And for Velma, Alyssa Milano and Carla Gugino. And I just think those would have been really interesting to have seen, you know, besides what we actually got. Do you think any of those would have worked? 100% Jennifer Love Hewitt
0: as Daphne, I want. Like that's easily working the best out of all of these people. Matthew Lillard as Shaggy is, is so iconic at this point where like, it would be really hard to imagine anybody else playing Shaggy. Um, yes totally but I think that every other character although great you know I like Sarah Michelle Geller and I like uh, Linda Cardellini and uh, Freddie Prince Jr is fine I think Jennifer Love Hewitt um, who is like my biggest 90s 2000s crush uh, would kill it as Daphne absolutely kill it as Daphne so that's my choice Olivia uh, of these roles who would, would you replace anybody
2: Um, I would definitely rep- replace Fred
1: Oh, well we didn't give any options for Fred. I friends. know.
2: There's no replacements, <laughs> but I want to replace him. Funny enough, I couldn't
1: find any other actors that were considered for Fred. I found wow, like all the crazy. other actors that were considered for the other roles, but Fred was the only one that wow. only seemed Freddie Prince Jr. was the run for the role.
0: That's crazy to think like, oh yeah, we know Freddie Prince Jr. is Fred, that we're done. Let's move on. Let's and they had right? other options They're for like, other people.
2: Yeah, I just I just don't really love him. So he, I would replace him.
0: Obviously, he was a really big, important star in the late nineties, two thousand, early two thousands. He was like the guy of those years. So I get it. Casting he's him as pretty boyfriend. He's also married to friend. Sarah
1: Michelle Geller
0: Yeah, they have two kids together.
2: Pretty cool. Why do people like him so much? I just really don't. I just I'm not a fan, and I don't know why. What? Like he's never done anything to me. I'm just not a fan.
0: You what? I mean, come on. What about um? Uh, she's all that. You don't like him? In she's all. That? Have you seen she's all that?
2: Not. Yeah, not particularly. I don't know. I just. Wow.
1: I was just watching the Friends episode the other day where Freddie Prince Jr. was like guest starring.
2: Uh,
0: yeah. I don't like Friends. Let's like let's not get into that. that's a whole different <laughs> ball game right now. Let's not get into that one. Um, Freddie Prinze Jr. is cool. I like him. He was in I, I recently watched I Know What You Did Last Summer, also starring Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Geller. So um, I don't know. I like Freddie Prince Jr. But I guess Olivia doesn't. Okay. Well, <laughs> note <laughs> Sorry, that down. Sorry, Freddie.
2: If freddie prince jr if if you're listening to this um <laughs> no offense no offense don't hate me
0: sorry freddie olivia's just not the biggest freddie fan okay <laughs> what about you dylan what, any actress or actor here that you think would be good or an interesting uh, change
1: in the role i'm pretty good with the casting uh in the movie that we got i mean i think any of these actors would have been fine in the role um i think mike myers and Jim Carrey were a little too old for Shaggy, if you ask me. Um, I mean, I don't, wouldn't say Matthew Lillard looks like a teen or a young man in this movie, but I wouldn't say Jim Carrey or Mike Myers would fit that as well either. Yeah. Um, and as for the other ones, I'm pretty indifferent. I like the what we got. So yeah, I'm pretty solid with everything with what we got in the cast.
0: All right, perfect. Well, let's jump into the movie itself real quick. Let's talk about some scenes that you guys might love. Olivia will give you the honors of starting us off. What's one scene you want to talk about from Scooby-Doo that you think really stands out?
2: Okay. um, So there's this part in the movie when the monsters come out kind of for the first time. And they play that awesome song. Oh, God. And it's something about voodoo, the song. It's like, the power of voodoo, power of voodoo. <laughs> I love that. I love that song. That's a scene I get you're so choosing. hyped. Okay. Um. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is because that every time that song comes on, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, it's so good, and I just think it's an exciting part of the movie. So wow. that is a scene I'm choosing.
0: Okay. I have I have no thoughts on that scene at all. It has not resonated with me like it does with you for some reason. You don't Dylan? like
2: the song?
0: I, I mean I can't even think about it right now. Like it doesn't it's even. So like...
2: good. Yeah. Can you Dylan, sing it for me you one more time? Know the song?
1: Is that the is that the chant they do that you're referring no, to? No,
2: no, it's like the song that comes on. <laughs> when
1: is it like the "This is what we creatures say" song? No, that they do at it's the like end?
2: you the remind chant? me of man, oh the man with the power.
1: <laughs> what? I don't oh, remember this. Po- Are you watching at the right all?
2: movie? Oh, the power of voodoo, power you have, of the got monsters unleashed. No, this happens in the movie. Um, <laughs> I really missed
1: the scene last night. And... Okay,
2: okay, well, it's it's a good song. You know, Scooby's in like the Scooby's in the suitcase, and he's like tiptoeing away. And then the song comes on; oh. they're all running away from these monsters. Oh. And this song, this memory. awesome song, is yeah. playing in the background.
0: Okay, That's... well, wow. Well, you I don't guys need to go listen to this song
2: because <laughs> well... it is so awesome. It's an awesome song.
0: Okay. Uh, so. Dylan, let's let's start with Dylan. <laughs> uh, what scene do you think is uh, an important
1: scene you want to mention and talk about? So the scene that I thought was the strongest in the movie, and I'm gonna backtrack a tiny bit here. I think Daphne is the only character in this movie who goes through like a real arc. Oh yeah, for the characters. I mean, ev- every character has a minor arc, but her main arc is, you know. She doesn't want to be the damsel of, in distress anymore. She's tired of that. She doesn't want to be associated with it anymore. And she wants to prove that she's more than that. So, my favorite scene is when Daphne saves the day.
0: Okay. I'm fine with this scene. This scene makes some more sense mm-hmm. than the song that Olivia keeps singing. i at least get okay. that.
1: I really like this scene because it's pretty cool. I mean, you get that cool pop punk Scooby Doo uh, rendition of the theme song. And I think, you know, that's, again, very fitting for the times. And then you get a super cool fight scene between Daphne and the wrestler. And, you know, it's definitely cheesy and campy. But um, I think it's an, one of the more enjoyable moments in this movie.
0: Yeah, I like that you bring this up because I think Daphne is probably the one character that does have the more, or at least more clear character arc. Uh, I think Velma has one as well, maybe a little bit. But Daphne, yeah, goes from damsel in distress to damsel kicking ass and i think that's pretty cool and yeah i think it's a very like fitting 2002 scene where it's like slow motion not slow motion but she's like doing all these like flips and doing crazy uh karate and martial arts to beat up this guy who's clearly like three four times the size of her uh so i like that part i think that's a, at least a more memorable part than whatever song olivia keeps singing in the background right now
1: uh, it's it's also like <laughs> without her in that scene the mystery team is it is it the mystery team or is it mystery mystery
2: ink sorry Inc. sorry yeah. olivia
1: what it's okay um, well, what would you just do you don't let it happen <laughs> again um <laughs> but without her they would have failed like yeah she essentially 100 percent saves the day and i didn't remember that as a kid you know I, I remember it as more of a team effort but no without daphne like they would have failed
0: I like that they give Daphne that role because she's definitely the character, even throughout the show, that is, you know, kind of ditzy. And the one that's like kind of in love with Fred the whole time. You know, a very 60s, 70s portrayal of a woman, which is not great. So I like that they, in the movie, took the time to kind of improve on that. So I like that you brought this up. I'm surprised that... Well, I'm surprised Olivia brought up the scene she brought up, but w- that we're not going to talk. We have to talk about the body switch scene. I feel like that might be. I have this written down, too. Yeah. One of the more memorable scenes in the whole movie when everybody switches bodies for like, you know, the four or five minutes. Olivia, this is, you know, you remember that scene, right? I know it's not a voodoo song, but you know that scene, right?
2: Absolutely. I know that scene.
0: <laughs> I think this scene sticks out to me for all the wrong reasons. I'm going to be completely honest with you. When I was a kid and this scene happened, I was, like, shocked because Fred has that scene, that line where she's, he's, like, I can look at myself naked when he is inside of <laughs> Daphne. And that, to me, was, like, the raunchiest thing I had heard at that age. I was, like, what? I cannot believe Same. you just said that right now. Like, holy shit. Um because that, like, definitely pandering to a very young teen audience uh, when he said that I was completely caught off guard. But it's just also a very funny scene to watch all these people switch bodies and, like, be in other people's bodies. I like that they give them, like, their, their normal voice, even though they're, like, in a woman's body. I don't know. What do you guys think of this scene?
1: Dylan? I think my favorite part of that scene is when Shaggy is in Daphne's body and he's, like, so his mind is boggled <laughs> at the concept of being in a dress. It's like... <laughs> Like he's like experiencing something. It's so funny. It's yeah hysterical. Probably the funniest scene of the movie. If I'm gonna be honest,
0: I think it is too. Olivia, what are your thoughts on this scene?
2: Um, no, it's, yeah, it's like it's a good scene, I guess. Um, wow, Whoa. No, wow, no, wow. someone is someone Someone's is hurt. about her. <laughs> I'm <hate>. not hurt. <laughs> um, no, no, it's a it's a it's a funny scene, and I like that the actors. I think they did a fairly good job of um, you know staying. When they switched, they were st- keeping the character's mannerism. So, you know, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, you know, you know what I'm trying to say there. I can't think of the right words, but
0: like Shaggy inside Velma was like acting all like aloof and was like yes. still yes. moving around like Shaggy. And like, mm-hmm. but obviously that's Linda Cardellini acting like Matthew Lillard who plays Shaggy.
2: It's not actually Shaggy didn't actually switch, yeah, switch exactly. bodies. They Wait, didn't actually serious? switch. <laughs>
1: yeah Joe, you didn't know you didn't know they didn't actually switch <laughs> bodies for this movie no John, they didn't they did not
2: i have one more like little scene i'd like to talk about because now i'm really self-conscious about my choice yeah okay
0: <laughs> What's, what is um, it um
2: when uh scrappy do was revealed as the villain the mastermind behind it all
0: that blew little joe's brain back in 2002 right? um because so I like Scrappy-Doo. And when I, when I was a kid, I'm pretty sure there was a Scrappy-Doo cartoon where it was like Scrappy, what like focus on Scrappy. And I really liked all the Scrappy episodes when I was a kid. So for him to be revealed as a villain, I was like, oh my God, what a twist. I, you know, I had the Christopher Nolan who? I was like, whoa, Scrappy. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was a big moment. Big moment. I, 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 that's a better scene for you to pick. Don't worry. I'm not going to cut okay, out the th- other part. Sorry. But.
2: Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> No, but that I couldn't believe that twist. Like the first time I watched it as a kid, I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is cinema."
1: Yeah, this is cinema. <laughs> Dylan, any scrappy doo thoughts? Peak peak cinema. Peak um, cinema. I actually have a little funny anecdote about this and in the movie, you know that Mr. Mondavarius, who is secretly Scrappy Doo is played by Rowan Atkinson. Mm-hmm. Um but originally character actor Tim Curry who is a longtime Scooby-Doo fan, was offered the role of Monteverius, but oh. he turned it down because he hates Scrappy-Doo. What <laughs> the? I did not know this. This is a great. This is the soul. He was really excited to be a part of the movie, and then as soon as he heard that Scrappy-Doo was a part of it, he was like, I'm out.
0: Wow. Tim Curry so is like a Scooby-Doo elitist. Like, pfft scrappy do I I only like I only roll with the original gang.
1: <laughs> it's, it's really funny because the facts the fact that said this was like me, like many other Scooby Doo fans.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. I like Scrappy. Is that wrong? I, don't
1: I know. guess Tim Curry yeah, is a Scooby Doo purist.
0: What? Yeah, Scooby Doo purists are like
1: fuck Scrappy. I like I like Scrappy. <laughs> I do think Scrappy is really annoying. Like wow. he is really annoying. Okay, Damn. maybe he's just
2: misunderstood.
1: You think Scrappy's misunderstood?
2: Yeah, he gets a short this particular time. I think yeah, he just exactly. wants to be part of the pissed gang.
1: Yeah, exactly. pissed on badly. Daphne.
2: Well, he's a puppy. it happen. Yeah, I don't.
1: He seemed like he did it on purpose. Because <laughs> <laughs> Fred has that whole Scrappy. line where he's like, "I told you, you gotta stop peeing on Daphne."
2: he's a puppy That's
1: exactly no right. no because belma <laughs> says he wasn't even a puppy he just had a gland <laughs> yeah, <problem>. true <laughs> were you even listening to the script olivia
2: <laughs> i guess i wasn't paying enough attention <laughs> uh, she was focused was... on
1: the voodoo
0: song <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> the power uh, of voodoo
0: justice power for scrappy voodoo. i like scrappy so oh wow okay learning a lot of things today okay well let's move on to some questions here i wrote down some things i want to talk to you guys about you know what i guess they're all for ranking so i guess i don't have too many questions except for some ranking ones you guys have any questions for us to talk about
1: so my first question to both of you is if you were invited to spooky island would you go and what would you be doing on spooky island would you be riding the rides all day would you be at the concert would you be drinking all day all along at the beach would you be at the hotel buffet like Shaggy and Scooby? Like, if you go to Scooby, uh, if you go to Spooky Island, what is your dream day?
0: So, this is a two part question because the first part was Would you go? I would go to Spooky Island. However, I would not go under the same uh, circumstances that the Mystery Inc. team went. Um, it is 2021. I am very aware and socially conscious of like potential scams. And if anybody's like, Hey, Joe, want to go to Spooky Island for free all on me? I'm like, uh no, fuck you. This is a scam. I'm going to get scammed. So I wouldn't go under those circumstances. However, if I were to like book on Travelocity a trip to Spooky Island, I would. I would agree to that. And how I would spend my day um, as a uh, legally be able to drink adult, I would be spending it on the beach drinking most of the time. That's what I would do. And then I'd probably go to the concert. I'd probably do all of them. All, like, I I would do one day drinking at the beach, one day at the concert, and one day on the roller coasters. That's what I would do. Olivia?
2: Sounds like a great trip.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. 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 I don't know why that
2: sounded so, like, sarcastic. It was not sarcastic at all. (laughs) I think that's a really great plan. Um i would definitely be riding the roller coasters i love roller coasters and they look really fun um yeah i'd probably you guys have roller
0: coasters in canada
2: yes yes we do we do are they
0: are they scary or like are they
2: like wimpy ones no we have a really good theme park actually not too far from me it's called canada's wonderland and um <laughs>
0: sounds lame
2: <laughs> <laughs> no they have like really big roller coasters there like one of them is like has a record or something for like biggest drop not biggest drop something like that but it's okay. good it's good okay. anyways um i probably would not attend the concert because i don't know the band um yeah
0: and you're a sugar ray fan so you know so ray
2: fan. I wouldn't go to the concert, but I'd definitely go on the the roller coasters and I'd go to the bar and get drinks and then hang out on the beach.
0: Okay. All right. Let's go. And Dylan, how would you spend your day? And would you go?
1: I would 100% go. And Joe, I unlike you, I would probably be totally scammed by this. I would just wow. probably be so thrilled that someone thinking that I could be given a, a free trip.
0: Were you the teenager who was like on the internet for the very first time and it was like, Local single women near you, and then you clicked it, and I was like, oh, are there local single women near me, and you clicked it?
1: Is that you? No, no, I'm not that stupid, but if someone talks to me about a free trip, you know, that sounds, I don't know, I would be like, really, me, a free trip? This never happens. I would probably be too excited about it. And I probably would just spend the first day doing the theme park and the rides because I do not want to mix alcohol and rides. I'm thinking oh, good point, good about point. my health here, and yep. I do not want to be spending uh, my vacation uh, on the toilet, you know, puking. That does not sound fun to me. So yeah. I would probably dedicate the whole first day to rides and then the rest to just having a, a chill time, having some drinks, chilling by the beach. I will be definitely going to the Sugar Ray concert. I think that's going oh, to be Oh, same. I'll meet you uh, there. Yeah, especially if I can be in the pool, ah, oh, perfect. pina yeah. colada too, oh, amazing. <laughs>
0: Rum Go floater Okay, me and Dylan will hang Pineapple. out at the Sugar Ray concert, and and Olivia can.
1: I don't know what Olivia will do. She'll.
2: I'll do something else. <laughs> do something yeah, we'll just
1: else. be riding the roller coasters the whole time. Um, and then I'm definitely gonna be hitting the buffet. I love. Oh, yeah, buffets. I love buffets. I don't know why. I know it's terrible, and that they're
0: no way. Best. They're the best. Oh man, I I, I never had a buffet. Have you guys been oh, yeah. to Vegas? Have you been to Vegas, Dylan? <laughs>
1: no, I, I I actually have not really traveled around America as much as I should have.
0: I say that because I'm from California and Vegas is only like a four hour drive. So like, it uh, growing up, everybody goes to Vegas around where I lived um, and where I live currently. So like every time, to me, Vegas is such an easy trip. So like, it's weird when I meet people who don't go to Vegas, but I get it. I totally get it. I, I don't think, I mean, I know Olivia leaves Canada, but I don't think she, have you been to Las Vegas?
2: I have not, no.
0: There are no horse competitions in Vegas?
2: Not in Vegas, no. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: Well, let me tell you this, guys. Uh, Vegas is uh, a wonderland of beautiful things. I love Vegas so much. Uh, and there's a little bit of something for everybody. Even if you don't like to gamble, there are shows and like other things to do. Uh, food is one of the things to do. And the buffets in Vegas are divine. So if you ever go and need recommendations, I got you. Because I love I Vegas. I definitely
1: want to go at some point in my life. Oh,
0: the buffets... <sighs> They're just the best. They're so good. And You always want to go like around 1030-ish towards the end of morning because then if you sit there long enough, they transition into lunch foods and boom, <laughs> oh, you get so you breakfast get and lunch foods. Yeah. That's so
2: smart. That sounds like something Shaggy and Scooby would do. It <laughs> <That laughs> is <laughs> very Shaggy and Scooby of you. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Also, I, okay, so I don't typically do this because- I I, I like Olivia. I respect Olivia so much. I really do. Um, (laughs) What is this?
2: What is this preface?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Olivia, as we all know by now, is from Canada. And I I never have in the last, what, 20 episodes, 10 episodes that we've done, have ever, like, brought up Olivia's Canadian accent. But I have to point out that I I absolutely love that you call Shaggy, Shaggy, because because (laughs) it's just the best thing in the whole world. Like... Me and Dylan have been said shaggy like 10 times. And every time Olivia's, she's like, shaggy and scooby.
2: <laughs> I just love it so much.
0: So that's, I just want to bring that up. Real I quick.
2: didn't even know I was doing that.
0: I know. In my fine. mind, I
2: don't have an accent.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I just think it's funny as as an American, as an ignorant American. It's just funny. You, hear you say Sh- shaggy, shaggy and scooby. Shaggy.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Olivia, any questions we have before we move on?
2: yes i have a very important question go for um, it um do you believe in ghosts why or why not
0: oh i love this question you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say yeah uh yeah i'm gonna say yes because i'm typically not someone to oh, ever like to say no to something 100 percent. i will say this I, I do believe in ghosts yes but i don't believe in them as much as i believe in aliens and that's what like, okay. i always say to people I, I believe in ghosts but i believe in aliens more I've never had a ghost experience. Well, I've never had an alien experience either,
1: but uh, I've never had a ghost experience. Dylan, uh, do you live in ghosts? I 100% agree with you, Joe. I 100% am way more of an alien believer than I am a ghost believer. Awesome. awesome. I'm not saying ghosts don't exist, but I don't think they are like beings that have sheets over their heads. They're not traditional, like the yeah, ghosts yeah, we yeah, see yeah. in the media, if they do exist um and like i don't think there's like haunted houses with devil spirits and that things being thrown at you i think you know that's you don't think that exists mm, i don't think you know i i just don't know if i believe in like cursed haunted houses and stuff like that i feel like that's always like played up for you know media i don't know just like scares during halloween time to make like a quick buck like i remember like this one time i went to scotland and I went to this whole, like, haunted sewer thing. That Dylan, like a haunted Dylan earlier was tour. like, I don't really travel much. I went to Scotland <laughs> and did this haunted house tour. Went to
2: a haunted I said sewer. in the U.S.
1: I said in
0: the oh, U.S. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um,
1: but I went on this tour, and they're like, scariest sewer tour on all of Scotland. and <laughs> How like, many
2: sewer tours are there in Scotland? I, you know what <laughs> that up, could be the <laughs> scariest. I, I don't
1: know exactly the amount of sewer tours in Scotland. I, I didn't count. Um, also, no? I was in just one city, so there might be countless cities with sewer tours. You got to take this all <laughs> into account. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, I went and uh, I was very <laughs> underwhelmed. I was not scared at all. Um, and I actually found it comical and kind of sad. Because at one point they did try to scare you with this like coin falling and stuff like that. But what was that? And you could obviously see him throw a coin on the floor, and it wasn't Aww. supposed to be funny, and then I was just like, holy, holy crap, I just got gypped fifteen bucks for the wow. scariest sewer of in Scotland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Olivia, do
1: you believe in ghosts?
2: Um yes, but oh. I don't think, oh.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say, I think you're going to tell us a story of how you like a a ghost experience.
2: Oh, I, well, I, I am, I am.
0: Oh, you are. Oh, okay. I
2: am. Yes. Okay. So I believe in ghosts, but I don't think they're like, like, I I don't think ghosts are like, you know, like they're not going to come in and like hurt you, but I think that they exist. Okay. And so my parents live in a 200 year old house and I'm pretty sure we have a ghost, like, We all think we have a ghost because randomly stuff will go missing or like stuff won't be where you left it and nobody moved it and then it comes back. And I think it's like a poltergeist type thing. Like it's just having some fun with us. But there's been multiple occasions where something seemingly disappeared and then went right back to the place where you thought it was, but wasn't when you looked for it.
0: Interesting. So,
2: yeah. So yeah, there, there's my answer there.
0: Aliens? Do you believe in aliens?
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay. Good. There's no
2: yeah. way that Earth is that special.
0: You, that's that's <laughs>
2: exactly exactly what
0: I say when I'm people are like, why? And like, there's just no way that out of a, but like literally gajillions of planets and stars that were the only place in the entire universe that is living life. There's just right? like no way.
2: Just no yeah.
0: Way. <laughs> Let's move on to some rankings before we close out the episode. I've written down this excellent ranking here because Scooby-Doo is iconic for a lot of different reasons. One of the most popular shows of all time, probably. Not just in America, obviously, just worldwide. Created in 1969, iconic for so many reasons. And one of those reasons is the theme song, which I think all of us know either by heart or we all know the tune by heart for sure. I have written down three other very popular theme songs in television, cartoons specifically. And I want you to rank all of them on what do you think is the best or what is the worst to the best or your least favorite to your most favorite. Okay. So here are the options you have to rank Scooby Doo, obviously. The other show, DuckTales. Do you guys know the theme to DuckTales? I do not. You do not know the theme to DuckTales? What's are you, I can't DuckTales? tell you. DuckTales. I've never you watched
1: what? DuckTales before.
0: But life is like a hurricane. <sighs> <laughs> no? Okay, I'll switch it out. Okay. We'll do Adam's family. You know Adam's family, right? Correct. Yes. Okay, we know the Adam's family. So do Scooby-Doo, the Adam's family. Adam's uh, in...
2: family is like the one that's like... do 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 do
0: do 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 Okay, yeah. I know that one. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. family. Know. Okay. Yes, <coughs> doo, 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 yes. And snap snap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. that one. The second one or the third one. The Inspector Gadget theme song? Do you guys know Ooh. that one? Yes. Inspector Gadget.
2: Okay. I like how much singing there is in this episode. This <laughs> is really
0: fun. <laughs> uh the last one, I'm I'm praying you guys know this one. This might be not a Canada thing, but I would hope it is, but do you guys know the theme song to Captain Planet?
1: Oh, no, I don't.
0: No? Olivia?
2: What's Captain Planet?
0: <laughs> it's like, Captain Planet. He's our hero. No, you guys know that song? Oh my god. I'm so old, um, apparently.
1: You can do G.I. Joe. G. I, I remember G.I. Joe. We'll
0: just switch it to uh, the original theme song to Pokemon. Oh, nice. Olivia, do you know that one?
2: Probably. Though. I, I want to be.
0: The very, the very best. best. The no. one oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, we made it through. Man, some of you guys are going to be so. I know some listeners out there are going to listen to this. Like, oh my God, Olivia and Dylan don't know the Captain Planet theme song? Um, know, or the hate. DuckTales theme song? That's like, I looked at a list of top 10 theme songs, and both of them were on it, by the way. And you guys don't know both of them. So, pointing wow. that out <laughs> very quickly. Sorry. Uh, okay. So, the final four you're ranking: Scooby Doo, Adams Family, Inspector Gadget, and the original Pokemon song. Uh, Dylan, I'll turn you first. Your least favorite to your most favorite.
1: My least favorite, and I feel bad for saying this because I actually do like the song. It's by no means a bad number four. Uh, it's just personally my least favorite out of the four. I'm going the Adams Family theme song. It's a classic, what? I know. Wow. It's just, compared to the other ones, not as strong for me. And so, number three, I'm following up with Inspector Gadget, just because I think it's a funny <laughs> song.
0: Inspector Gadget. That's I will always
1: laugh when I hear it. It's just like a funny song. <laughs> Inspector Gadget with a little <laughs> 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 gadget. It's just so funny. Uh, uh, then I'm going to follow it up with Pokemon, because that's a fun song to jam out to, even if you're like, not watching the show. like good karaoke song too yeah um, very good one and then scooby-doo obviously number one i i freaking love that theme song i think it's probably the most iconic tv cartoon theme song i know and i love the surf rock 60s vibe it's got it's definitely in line with the my music taste
0: okay all right good choices good choices olivia what are you going least favorite to most favorite
2: um, I think in least favorite spot, I have to put the Pokemon theme song.
0: Of course, you have no nostalgia with it. I get it, no All nostalgia,
2: right. and I just I don't vibe with it. Um, it's not like some of these other ones. Um, in third place, Inspector Gadget. It's really good. I like it, um, but you know, you know. Um, okay. And then <laughs> in in the uh, second place, I have the Adams family. I really like this one. It's so catchy and always puts me in a good mood. Um, And then number one, I've got to agree with Dylan. Scooby-Doo is just so iconic. Um, And it's definitely one that has, like, I can recognize it the most out of all of them. Like, you say Scooby-Doo theme song, it comes instantly to my head the whole song. Where the other ones, not so much.
0: Okay. All right. So, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go fourth place Inspector Gadget. I like it very very catchy and i like a lot about it um but i think that overall it's maybe like the weakest in terms of like what i remember about it um yeah i really really only remember like
2: the do 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 yeah i I remember
0: that part and that's (laughs) it that's
2: about it right
0: yeah third place i'm gonna go adam's family i like it a lot very very catchy um the snapping just everything about it's very catchy i like it a lot uh, number two, I'm gonna go Pokemon. I was a big Pokemon fan as a kid, so this has a lot of nostalgia. And it's like Dylan said, very like rock classic, like hair rock, and it's very fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna agree with you guys. Scooby Doo to me is, I think, I think it's the most iconic theme song of all time. I think it's the just one of the best of all time. It's simple. It explains what the show is about, but also like not in a way where it's like it's just a catchy and fun. I love, I love it. I really, really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to throw in the Flintstones or Jetsons, does that make any difference to you guys? Do you guys even know the Flintstones one? Um,
2: Flintstones, meet the
0: Flintstones, Flintstones, meet the Flintstones. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. one's so iconic. <laughs> the Jetsons, the Jetsons. Oh, what is that one? That
0: no one's uh, it's George like, George Jetson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jane,
2: his wife. His, I like the Jetsons. Yeah, there we go. One. There we go. It's <laughs> very quirky. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> The Jetsons one. It's very quirky.
0: Yeah,
1: that one's good. I like that one a lot. Okay.
2: Yeah. All
0: right, let's move on. Uh, Dylan, anything for us to rank tonight?
1: Yes, I have this ranking right here. I mentioned earlier that I'm a big fan of Scooby-Doo's cast. So my ranking is rank the cast of the Scooby-Doo movie and the performances. So oh, performances. out of these four, from your least favorite to favorite, Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred, Linda Cardellini as Velma, Sarah Michelle Geller as Daphne, and Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. Joe, do you wanna go first?
0: Oh yeah, this is easy. Fred is last, Daphne is third, Velma's second, Shaggy's first. No 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 doubt in my mind. Olivia?
2: Yeah, I think I agree wholeheartedly with your list, Joe. Yeah. Um even though i'm not like the biggest fan of shaggy ever like i think he does really really well in the role i just don't love shaggy as a character got um, it, got it. but performance wise yeah absolutely shaggy in okay. first and then um velma second daphne third fred fourth and oh. i'm only saying the character names because it's too hard to remember all the actors names
1: too. <laughs> uh dylan I have to say I 100% agree with both of you. And I was not expecting Perfect. that. I was wow. thinking there was going to be some Have we ever all difference.
2: been in complete agreement before? Uh, very rare. In a Another ranking? Time. I don't think yeah. in a ranking.
0: Yeah. Like one other time. One other time, I think. That's it. Big moment. This is a
1: rare occasion, nonetheless. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Olivia, anything for us to rank before we
1: uh, conclude?
2: Yes. Um, I rank these uh, 2002 children's movies.
0: Oh, I so, almost did nice. this. Okay, go ahead.
2: So we have Scooby Doo. I'm going to include it in the list. Um, Ice Age, Lilo and Stitch, and Spirit.
0: All right, Spirit's going last for me. I know Stallion of the Cimarron. Not my. I liked it as a kid because, uh, like Olivia, my I was also a very horse-oriented family. Um, the next one is me. Ice Age. I liked Ice Age. It just didn't like. It's just not as good. No, no, no. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm just, I'm, I'm messing this all up. I kind of, kind of forgot we're talking <laughs> about Scooby Doo. Going um, Scooby last. Uh, Spirit in third. Ice Age second. And Lilo and Stitch in first. I don't think Lilo and Stitch can be like touched in this category. I think Lilo and Stitch is so good. I'll go on a Hawaiian roller coaster ride anytime. Love it all the time.
1: Dylan. Okay. So I'm gonna go with. Fourth, last place. Spirit did not grow up in a horse family. Sorry, <laughs> Olivia and, and Joe. What um, you did it? You did not I know. I, this is unbelievable. Um, wow. But... There's No horses
0: in New York or New York dealing with
2: that.
0: <laughs> no, there
1: were. I just, I, I don't know. I just, I've, r- I've ridden a few horses in my lifetime, and it's, it's not been exactly a comfortable experience. I have a lot of admiration for you, Olivia, because. I went on this horseback ride once, and I was really sore in the legs for a few days. It hurt a lot.
0: Yeah, she's Olivia's really inspiring when she rides her horses. I can show you a few YouTube videos um, of her riding them. Because <laughs> send you know, me
1: send me some YouTube videos. Uh, I Joe.
2: I aim I aim to inspire. That's yeah. for sure.
0: There's some like good ones of her riding her horse to One Republic songs.
1: Really, really good. <laughs> They should make that the official One Republic music video for that song.
2: They, Yeah, they really should, actually. <laughs> Amazing,
1: Probably be better right. than the music video they have, honestly.
0: So you, what, are you, what are you ranking two and what are you ranking one?
1: Oh, I haven't even gotten the three yet.
0: Oh, I just assumed it's going to be Scooby-Doo. My bad. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no, I actually have Ice Age at number three. Ah. Um, I don't think Ice Age is bad, but I also, looking back on it, I, I loved it as a kid. But it, I don't think it holds up either like Scooby-Doo, um, and I definitely have more of a nostalgic connection with Scooby-Doo. Um, okay. It, and, you know, I know both have problems, so, you know, I'm not going to say one is truly better than the other. I just, you know, think I'd rather watch Scooby-Doo at the end of the day than Ice Age. Uh, but I like Ray Romano and Dennis Leary and whoever plays Sid the Sloth. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the squirrel's pretty funny. Uh, I remember there being a squirrel in the movie, so that's pretty much all I remember about Ice Age. Uh, Scooby-Doo, number two. Uh, I really like it still. I think it's a nostalgic, fun, early 2000s movie, light popcorn fun. Uh, But number one, you're totally right, Joe, Lilo, and Stitch. There's absolutely no touching it out of these four.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, I think Olivia's about to prove us wrong. Uh, Olivia, (laughs) what are are your How did
2: you know? (laughs) Um... (laughs) So in fourth place, I have Ice Age um, because I, I was never really a big Ice Age fan, never got super into it. Not a bad movie, just not one of my favorites. Uh, in third place, I have Spirit. Um, I obviously like Spirit a lot because I love horses, but it's really sad, so I really can't watch the movie because it makes me too upset. Um, in second place... I have Lilo and Stitch. I
0: cannot believe this is happening. Okay,
2: (laughs) you know that I'm not the biggest Lilo and Stitch fan ever, right? Like you, you know that. How? So you know I have problems with Stitch.
1: Oh yeah, you you can't overlook Stitch.
2: I can't. Okay, and now, mind you, I probably have not watched Lilo and Stitch in ten years, so I would probably feel you can't
1: say it's bad, but you have to go back and watch it.
2: I did not say it was bad. However.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
2: However, <laughs> Scooby-Doo, I love it. I love Scooby-Doo so much. It has to go in first place for me. If I was, you know, sitting down and I had to choose Scooby-Doo or Lilo and Stitch to watch, I would choose Scooby-Doo every single time. So, wow. There wow. you are.
1: What I really happen. think you should consider rewatching Lilo and Stitch. I yeah. will. Yeah. I you'll,
0: will. You'll, I think you'll watch it again and be like, okay. I made some I mistakes in my past. I
1: I know we've had this conversation before, and I totally see Stitch being creepy in the beginning, but I think he's really adorable in the movie. Yeah, at least by the end, like They're especially so cute. if you like animals, like dogs. I think Stitch is, and I think a very I don't think adorable... Olivia
0: likes dogs or animals. So,
1: oh boy, what
0: she just likes horses? <laughs> and I say, That
1: makes sense. Are you not a dog person, Olivia? I am a
2: huge dog person. I love dogs.
1: Are you? <laughs> okay. Do you own a <laughs> dog? Right. Yeah. You, you, Joe's like, prove you own a dog right now. <laughs> like, no, like, she doesn't do live one?
2: with me. She lives oh, with so my parents, but her, her name is Violet, and she Uh-oh. is a black lab.
0: Oh, okay. So you don't own a dog. Your parents own a dog.
2: My parents own a dog. Fine. Oh. Whatever.
1: Oh, you like dogs? <laughs> name three dogs.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I love Amazing. dogs. I think I ultimately love dogs more than horses, so that should wow. that should okay. prove my point right there.
0: Okay, well, what a conversation and a lot of singing in today's episode of (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I had a lot of fun talking about this movie, and it was a good movie, although not scary, but it's a good Halloween horror movie for a, a good entry point for this month, because it gets scarier from here. I think this next upcoming week we will be doing a scary movie of my choosing. I will let you guys know, but I'm leaning towards Signs, a movie that I personally just love, I think it's, it's just a masterpiece of a movie. And, um, if I'm being completely honest with you guys, it is the one movie that has scared me the most in my entire life. I think it's like that movie, and maybe not a living dead when I was a kid, but I saw signs. And, oh, we'll talk about that later. It is scares to say it scared the living shit out of me. So, I think that's the one I'm gonna be choosing. Yeah, I think that's the one we're gonna be choosing, but uh, okay. we'll. we'll We'll make it solid. We'll, we'll cement that later this week, but that is what it's on store. Then Dylan will have his choice and we'll all pick a fun episode. Maybe Sunday night on Halloween, we will all dress up and have an episode and uh, do an episode on a
1: movie. I love this yeah. idea.
0: Yeah. That might be, that might be something we do. Do you wor- oh, well, we'll figure that out later. I was going to ask right now, but, uh, <laughs> but again, thank you guys for listening. Everybody, you can check out uh, the house of cinema, Instagram, um, you can also follow TikTok on Cinema Nation. You can find all of our personal socials, so Letterbox and TikTok, in the bio of uh, the episode. Again, next week, another horror movie to continue Halloween
1: and October.